millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman and in today's Delve Into The Bugle Archives we're going back to issue 4007 entitled Mid-Atlantica. This was soon after our relaunch in 2016. Now we'd missed the Brexit vote in the hiatus between John Oliver stopping doing the show and me relaunching the show with people who were not John Oliver. One of whom was Wyatt Senak, who joined me to talk about the latest twist in what has become the story of our British Times, London's apparent bid to escape the rest of the UK. Top story this week, and, well, let's have a Brexit update. I am here in London, where, let me just check out of the window... Still smells like Europe for now, but give it a couple of years and that could all change, which explains why the Mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, has suggested that London could seek out its own Brexit deal. Uh, He said that if the government ignores the needs of business and pushes ahead with a new system that cuts off access to skilled workers, we will have no choice but to look at a London-specific Solution. Odd times, we have a Labour mayor threatening a Tory government trying to get a better deal for big business in the City of London. I just don't know who I am anymore. Is it viable that London... I mean, could could this lead to London just becoming completely independent from the rest of the United... Could London simply swap with Munich or be moved to Gibraltar? Oh, a London secession. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, there is... Well, I think... Definitely, after what has happened in our two countries democratically this year, there must surely be the live prospect of a London-New York City hookup to form a floating super city somewhere in mid-Atlantica. Ooh, I would like that if, yeah, if they could both sort of break off and maybe we could go somewhere slightly warmer. Right. It's strange that just a year ago, the United Kingdom was worried about Scotland leaving, and now here it is... London, I feel like trying to backdoor its way out of the United Kingdom. And yeah, if they in New York and, you know, maybe like 
a few cities like Austin and Portland could kind of come in to sort of buoy this relationship. Right. I think we could make a, a great a great little nation there. But I mean, Portland—that's a long way for Portland to get, though, from the from the <laughs> West Coast. I mean, are you, are you thinking Panama Canal? I mean, can you could you fit can you fit a city down the Panama, or we have to go right round? I mean, is it going to be through the Northwest Passage? I mean, that could get icy, taking an entire city round that way. Well, I think once the New York-London connection happens, I feel like it's one of those things like when you hear about a really great party, other cities will find their way to the party. Right. It's not, it's not on us to get everybody a cab to the party. Maybe we call <laughs> them a cab home, but not to the party. So we're, we're basically looking at London and New York mooring themselves somewhere around about the Azores, halfway across the Atlantic, as you know, a kind of a beacon of hope for, for all humanity. Yeah, a shining city on a hill, I believe someone once said. But in this case, not a hill, just like relatively warm water. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I, mean, it, it is, I mean, it's so bizarre, the, the, the aftermath of Brexit, all the, the arguments about it. It's become very much in British politics the elephant in the room. Um, albeit this is an elephant that everybody is talking about all the time, as you would do if there was an elephant in your room, especially if the elephant has crapped all over your best armchair and has now kidnapped the TV remote control, which is grasped firmly in his trunk and is now watching back-to-back episodes of Attenborough's wildlife programmes going, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, basically, as, as we've discussed previously on this uh, august news outlet, um, since voting for Brexit, what we've basically been doing here is arguing furiously over what Brexit was, other than, of course, Brexit, which, which it is. is it, are we going to have a hard Brexit, soft Brexit, squidgy but firm Brexit, clean Brexit, dirty Brexit, filthy Brexit, or screaming uncontrollably about immigrants stealing all our biscuits and urinating on our Christmas presents Brexit? We are, we're trying to decide what kind of divorce we want from the continent uh, we used to call home. I don't know if it's going to be a full split with no further contacts, just removing all photographs of us, us with Europe taken down off the walls as if a whole sorry romance had never happened. Or a quickie divorce with occasional meetups to rekindle the old trading magic. No longer partners, but still trade f- buddies. No strings, just for fun and economics. But we're still free to mess around with other trading blocks. Or just a long, slow, gradual breakup. Increasingly despondent, leaving deep emotional and economic scars and in an inescapable sense that we should have worked harder at the relationship before having a stupid one referendum stand with ourselves it's these are these are tough times tough times why i mean how, how's uh i mean are you excited in america that you know this we you have this new global facing britain that you know you, we could maybe you know rekindle our old national romance it's here i think we're we're concerned but more so because we're looking at you all and hoping that uh we can sort of forecast what's coming for us. So I think there's a part of it that as you're going through this divorce, we're trying to see, okay, well, you all set the model for us. And then if it is some kind of divorce where, oh, there are occasional hookups, okay, we now we now look at that as the blueprint. But right now it seems like you all are going through a divorce where you're still roommates and... It's not very. It's not going very good. As some people start labeling things in the refrigerator that may or may not have been theirs to begin with. <laughs> I had a friend who's uh, at school whose whose parents whose parents divorced, and I'm what sorry they did was that. they just took one end. Well, yeah, I mean it's a long time ago now. Um, oh, but, I didn't. Uh, I mean you didn't specify uh, it. 
<laughs> you, I don't know if you have friends at school now. I, I don't want to tell you how to live your life. Well, thank you very much, Wes. Very tolerant of you, and, and, and in a year that seems so much intolerance, that open-minded attitude can only be a beacon yeah. of hope. Um, but his parents split up and basically took one end of the house each and put a wall up really? in the middle. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then what? And I think there was even a hatch to pass meals through the wall. So and the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's um, kind of great. I, I would hope though that when it was time for each one to like go like oh, okay now it's your father's weekend that they would still make the kid not go through the hatch but like pack a bag <laughs> and walk out the front door and then walk to the other front door knock on the door and just like there still has to be some some sort of formality to it all that i would hope would exist yeah well i hope they you know drive him 10 miles away to you know a, a service station yeah petrol station and hand, hand him over at a four Oh, that'd be there. even better. Um, uh, uh, maybe even share a left home afterwards. Yeah. Um, David Davis, the Secretary of State for working out exactly what the f*** we voted for, uh, has said that we could now leave the EU and then essentially use the money that we've saved to pay for access to the European single market. Uh, understandably, people who wanted us to not just leave Europe, but leave the entire universe. Uh, not happy with this. The critics have said this is essentially like cancelling your membership of your local boxing club, but still turning up every night to let everyone else punch you in the face. <laughs> so, I don't know. We are, we are torn as a nation, Wyatt. We are very, very, very torn. Yeah, you're, uh, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> it's maybe time for you all to take back Australia. Well, I mean, this is definitely one option is the, the relaunch of the British Empire because, I mean, we do have a pretty impressive track record of just thinking, right, there's not enough going on here. Yeah. Let us go and explore. Yeah. This, this isn't done right. Let's fix it for them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Do support what we do by donating via thebuglepodcast.com. If you're listening in Apple, you can also apparently click the button to support us right now too. Goodbye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.